Hi, Maggie here, and as a vocal coach, it is my privilege and honor to work with passionate singers just like yourself. If you love to sing, but maybe believe that you're not good enough yet, that you can't really learn to sing those high or low notes without hoarseness, or maybe you struggle with insecurities, well, then this podcast is for you. During our time here together, you'll get tips, tricks, and motivation to grow as a singer, develop your voice, and make your big singing dreams come true. So, ready to take your singing to the next level? Let's go! Hi, and welcome to this new episode of the Singing Insiders podcast. I am very excited for today's episode because we have an amazing guest today. Her name is Casey, and you could say that she is a magical unicorn. (laughs) We just finished our conversation, and I always record these little intros after our conversations so that I can tell you what is about to happen. So if you're someone who struggles with, I'd say, a few fears when singing in front of others, then this conversation will definitely help you. Um, If you're someone who's looking for more expressiveness in your singing, if you want to activate your authentic self even more, then this conversation is definitely for you. So as you know, I always operate from our four pillars, from the Sing Yourself to Freedom formula. And we have the mindset pillar, the vocal technique pillar, the connection pillar, and then the creativity pillar. And in the creativity pillar, we're really looking at how can you sing a song in your own unique and authentic way. And a good portion of our conversation with Casey today was around that and expressing your own unique self with your soul voice, singing your soul song, speaking light language. And all these terms might seem um, not understandable to you now because they were for me at first, but she cleared them up and it was such a beautiful conversation. So powerful. Casey, she's more than, she's a singer herself, but she also um, does many other things. She's a teaching artist, a healer, a speaker, an author, an intuitive counselor, a Reiki master. We even talked about rewiring our brains and getting rid of any limiting beliefs holding us back through singing and in life. And she even shared, and that was at the end of our conversation, an amazing tool that you can use during a performance to shield yourself from any negativity that you might receive and really shine your own light and be in your power and stand there on stage and and, and express yourself fully. So this is an amazing episode. I mean, I enjoyed this conversation so much. She's such a wonderful human being. So without any further ado, here is my conversation with Casey. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Here we go. So I'm here with Casey. Hi, Casey. So nice of you to join us on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. It's my pleasure. I'm so glad we could connect. Yes, we connected on an event in California. And when we started talking, I immediately thought we need to have a conversation and we need to record this conversation so that the singers that I work with can get to know you. Because from the first the first moment that we connected, I, I felt this energy and it, it, it was just so beautiful. So I really appreciate you being here today. 
So on your website, I read so many beautiful things, but one of the things that caught my attention was that you say, I got a lot of tools in my toolkit. I'm a teaching artist, a healer, a speaker, an author, an intuitive counselor, a Reiki master. You are a magical unicorn. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and, and how that ties all together? Sure. I think now I can tie it all together. Okay. I'm just turned 41 years old. And over the last few years, I've seen how all of these diverse experiences and my multi-passionate, multi-dimensional adventures all actually have come together. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I'm here to support the healers and the helpers to really liberate themselves so that they can fully express their soul and share their soul work with the world. I love that. And I have a lot of tools to do that. And I've actually created my own energy activation modality. Mm -hmm. So it's not just an energy healing modality, but to really help people activate the, um, the unique gifts that their soul has and express it with the world. And I've tried it out in so many different formats and in different interests. So one of my first businesses was called Dancing Into Being, Movement Arts and Healing. Oh, beautiful. And I helped people liberate their soul expression through movement arts, like dance and also circus arts, like hula hooping and things like that. Oh my and God, that's amazing. Uh, and it's been so much fun. I've also taught um, as a teaching artist in elementary schools and summer camps and daycares to help people with the circus arts and other performing arts, hip hop and uh, gymnastics even. And I developed this toolkit to help people uh, really shift the limiting beliefs and the mindset that hold us back from being able to feel like we can try and that we don't have to be perfect and that we're allowed to evolve and eventually just unleash through practice that pure expression of the soul. That is such beautiful work that you do and so relevant to our listeners because mm. <laughs> that is one of the main things that most singers struggle with. Many singers, they the first thing that they are going to look for online is vocal techniques to learn to sing. And so they're all around the technique side. But honestly, when I start working with someone, we notice that, yes, the techniques are important. I'm not saying there aren't. But what you described there, releasing any fears around showing who you are, expressing yourself authentically, that's the core of everything that we do as singers. And so if I understand it right, you're helping people do exactly that. I have done that with the dance and movement. I've had my own personal journey first with the dance and movement piece, but then into the full expression of my own unique magic and my gifts and my multidimensional expression. Mm -hmm. And I began to also help people unlock their soul voice with light language and then with their messaging and marketing as a spiritual entrepreneur and then their facilitation techniques. So it has proven to be, you know, a multimodal expression of that personal authenticity. And yes. I've had to go from feeling like I couldn't and it wasn't safe to share me mm -hmm. to feeling like I can just show up and share and shine. And it doesn't matter if people think I'm crazy or too much or too weird or too loud. It's just who I am. 
I got so many questions for you, but let's start here. Because um, what you described there is also something that the singers that I work with struggle with. Going from like daring to show who I am to here I am in my full glory and I don't care what you think about that. So how did you grow into that magical being that you are? That's a great question because it has been quite a journey. There was a time when I was afraid to hula hoop and dance with my circus tools that I was learning to use in public because I felt like I needed to be better because I saw other people who were better. And I was like, oh, I have this perfection thing. I can't show up until I've reached my final form and I can be what I perceive other people to judge me to need to be. It was a weird thing. and. When I first finally took out my hula hoop at a music festival um, after maybe playing with it and missing out on it for a year or two, I had the best time of my life. And I learned so much so fast because I was in this environment where there was all of this energy. And I realized I had been taking myself too darn seriously. And that if you just can have some fun with it and allow yourself to grow, then the evolution is so much faster. Mm. And I learned I could apply that to other facets and areas of my life too. Yeah, obviously. Wow. So what I'm hearing is that fun for you has been the key to get out of that perfectionism and into the growth of the hula hooping at first, but anything in your life, really. Absolutely. The nice. the business expressions, even when we take ourselves too seriously, first off our cause I am someone who taps into our spiritual teams and everything like that. They're all laughing at us for taking ourselves too seriously. They're like, could you maybe just not, could you have a little more fun with it, please? Cause this mm-hmm. is supposed to be fun. Um, but It just also drops you out of the head, out of the analytical mind, out of the judgments and into the body and into the heart where our full expression actually resides. Mm, Fun. Getting into our full expression. That's what I'm taking away from all of this. Beautiful, beautiful. So you mentioned earlier the term light language. Mm. Tell me more about that. (laughs) What is it? So I say that light language is actually a multidimensional communication art form that's different than a language like, say, English or any other earth language. It's actually more of a, a package of electromagnetic information, thoughts and feelings that can be put forward in an artistic expression that could be through your voice. You could sing it, tone it, speak it, but you can also create art with your hands, like signing it. Mm -hmm. You can also write or draw light language symbols. Mm -hmm. You can dance it. So it's going beyond something that is purely analytical and into a piece of art that expresses our soul energy. Right. Yes, that's that's what artists do, really. Yes. So, And the light codes are really just these little packages that give you the, the thoughts, the feelings, and the emotions through it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's easier, rather than to hear the definition, to get an example of it. So if I, I could maybe share that with you. Yes, yes, please. Okay. So 
I love this because it helps us again, get out of the analytical mind and to feel with our bodies. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to speak directly from my soul and we're going to skip needing to translate it with the mind into English or your native language. And I would like you to just ask your mind to be the witness of your body. Okay. And just take a deep breath with me into your heart and allow yourself to just feel what comes through. Hmm. And just noticing if there was a feeling that came along with it. And I'd love for you to share what that was. That was so beautiful. There was a feeling for me. And um, at first it was pretty neutral. But then I think I heard it in your voice. Something made me smile. And I was, my eyes were closed. So I don't know if you were smiling when you were saying the words, but it gave me some kind of, I, I saw yellow. I'm a visual person. So I saw the, the, the color yellow. I started smiling myself and there was happiness. That was what was present for me. Mm. So as I'm pulling through these sounds, where my brain is skipping translating them into English, it's just sharing the, the essence of a feeling. And sometimes, though, my brain can then afterwards translate it into the words that it was coming through. And for me, it was like, what would happen if we could just have some fun with it? Ah! Wouldn't that be lovely? It was an invitation. Yes. Oh, beautiful. I really hope our listeners did this exercise with us. And if not, please rewind this podcast for the last two minutes, because <laughs> this is such a great lesson because you can apply that to singing too and to your listener, because our job as a singer is not necessarily to communicate every single word of a song, but to have our listener feel what we want to communicate. And what you were saying, I did not understand any word that you said, which was probably on purpose. Um, mm -hmm. But you did make me feel something. And if we can do that as a singer to our listener, they could feel something regardless of what language you're, 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 you're singing in. And that's, that's the essence. So how, oh, there's so many questions that I want to ask <laughs> you. Like, how do you even begin to speak your own light language? Mm. Well, there's a few different ways. And for me, the story is not exciting. I heard someone speak theirs and it was a sudden remembering that, oh, I could do that too. And I just did. And I had already done a lot of work though around that expression and feeling the flow of energy. I knew how to meditate. I knew how to dance. I could tap into that flow. I've also been a singer, both, you know, in beautiful choruses and things like that. Um, so it was, it was pretty effortless for me to just tap into the feeling of flow and let whatever was bubbling up arise without judgment. I know how to do that. And by the way, Everybody naturally does know how to do this. Children do it. We do it as babies. And it's not until these, uh, you know, restrictions from outside start to 
cramp our style and our own flow that takes us out of that capacity. But most singers have done this with something like jazz scat, Mm. right? Where we're just singing noises. But the difference between, uh, say, just, just singing or speaking gibberish or syllables and light language is you're tapping into an energy that feels like this meditative flow that has... a a deeper sensation of connection to it. So that's the only difference there. So when I take my students through this process, if they can't just do it, it's a question of helping them remember that they innately already have that and tapping back into the flow. Mm -hmm. So we might need to shift density or trauma that is stored in their body physically. We might need to move some emotions and we might need to rewire the brain to feel safe in expression. Mm. Yes, that's that's such an important one. Rewire the brain to feel safe in expression. I know there are some listeners now that say, I don't feel safe in my expression. What could a first step be for those people? Accepting and acknowledging where you're at and not making it wrong Mm. is the very first step. Once we create that acceptance in self, it can start to support the nervous system because that's what's creating this resistance to the flow and to the authentic expression. And then um, personally, I love walking people through the belief repatterning technique that I am licensed in, which just is seven conversational steps that brings people from the forgiveness all the way to permission and choice. And then we bring people in, like we create a a brain hack to create something we're going to do in the future to a memory into the present moment. And then we are able to activate this new neural pathway that we're creating. But even just starting out with a, I forgive myself for believing that it's not safe to share my voice. Yes. I forgive myself. Nice. That could be like a mantra or something. You could even sing that mantra if you want to. Absolutely. Yeah. And then we, we take any kind of statement that we make in this belief repatterning process, anytime you're doing an affirmation or something, we speak it out loud. The sound vibrations are traveling through the air and through our bodies. But then I like to get people to breathe it back into themselves to feel mm. it. So after you say something like that, I forgive myself for believing that I am too much or too loud, right? We then go, <sighs> and let it actually travel back through the body, which relaxes the nervous system and helps us open as well. This is an amazing exercise that you're sharing. Thank you Mm. for that, by the way. You're so generous in in everything that you're sharing. I want to invite our listeners to do that, to, um, well, would you say the first step really is to notice any limiting belief that holds us back in our journey Mm -hmm. and then go through what you said around I forgive myself and then whatever that limiting belief is and then Mm -hmm. really feel those vibrations, inhaling it in and then regulating the nervous system. Mm -hmm. That could be beautiful homework for our listeners to go through. Absolutely. And we, the belief you can identify by seeing any kind of resistance. So if you have this, I can't energy, then it's not actually true because you can do pretty much anything right within, you know, the limitations of physics currently. 
Yes. <laughs> but it's is this artificially placed belief that doesn't actually have any basis in reality. So we get to support the body and the nervous system as well as the mind, as well mm-hmm. as the emotion and walk ourselves through it gently. So this process is so powerful because just saying an affirmation like I can share my authentic voice if your subconscious doesn't actually believe that it's creating more resistance and more tension instead of less. So we go through the forgiveness first, and then we can bring ourselves into the permission, which is like, I do give myself permission to, and we don't have to do all of it right away to say like, to I give myself permission to share my full authentic voice in front of thousands of people. Cause again, the nervous system and the ego is going to go, no, 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 that's too much. So we go, what would be, what would be the first step? Give myself permission to share my voice freely in the shower, just for me. Yeah. Right. And we take, or to practice, to try it on, right? We we just take the small enough steps that will help us move forward, create the safety. And then we get proof that indeed we did survive and it was okay. And then we can take the next right steps. Yes. So you're going from forgiveness to permission in Mm -hmm. small steps. As mm-hmm. you say, because because many singers, they, they do have those big, gigantic, enormous dreams and goals. And mm-hmm. oftentimes that's where the unconscious doesn't believe that's actually something you can ever do. And mm-hmm. so they're not moving forward towards that. So what you're saying here is first acknowledge what's holding you back, that limiting belief, getting into that forgiveness. And then once you've gone through the forgiveness, then move into permission, which is mm-hmm. a step that is oftentimes missed. Beautiful. Absolutely. Then we do have a few more steps that, you know, we can take people through to really solidify it and yeah. create that deeper neural pathway. But just those first two steps are so freeing because mm-hmm. it lets the brain scaffold the information in this way that is um, comfortable instead mm-hmm. of trying to take a giant leap. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And I would highly invite our listener to find their little small step that they give themselves permission to do in the upcoming weeks or months or whenever this (laughs) podcast will air. Um, Tell me more about soul voice and soul song, because I've heard you mention that at the beginning of our conversation. What is it? How do they relate to what we've been talking about and to the light language? So when I use the word light language, I'm I'm primarily speaking about my soul voice and the essence of my body, my highest self and me expressing authentically. But there are other forms of light language that are very similar that are coming from outside of self. So you might hear, you know, someone will say, I'm, I'm bringing through this like starseed language or speaking for the earth or something like that, or this is the essence of the divine masculine or divine feminine speaking through me. So my special, I can do that and it's really fun, but my specialty is helping people unlock their soul voice to be able to express it. And we can do it in the speech format, but you can also tone and sing and share in that way. And when we do, it's the piece of you that sometimes gets lost in the translation when we're adding on lyrics in a particular language. Mm-hmm. So Tell it's almost like about... orchestral yes. music instead of having a poem that's written that has these preconceived notions. 
Right, right, right. And then how would you access that? Like say, so singers listen to this conversation. Mm -hmm. Say they have this thought of, I want to be able to activate my soul voice when I'm singing. Mm -hmm. How would you do that? My favorite way is to bring people into a state of presence. Okay. So we're not in the head singing from, oh, I hope this sounds good. Mm -hmm. We want to move energy out of the body that would keep you from being present. So I like to make sure that, you know, we do a little warm up and we maybe do some shaking or some breathing or something to move any tension out. Then I actually really recommend trying on getting into a meditative state where you take a few breaths and imagine dropping into the heart mm -hmm. and then connecting down into the earth to feel really anchored and rooted and then bringing that energy up through the heart and through your crown all the way to your highest self or source itself and then through that process feeling this flow of energy through you. And you're not just operating from the mind anymore. You're reconnected to, I would say, the all that is, right? That infinite energy. Mm -hmm. And try not, I would say, try toning from that place and feeling the vibrations and how different it is than when you haven't prepped yourself energetically like that. Right. I've got a question around this. And this is maybe a selfish one because it's... um. It's not a selfish one. It's a curious one. So I had a coaching client and we worked together on, on uh, overcoming performance anxiety. And one mm -hmm. of the things that we've done was meditation and mm -hmm. how meditation might help her to regulate her nervous system and then go on stage. And I remember it was actually in a group half of the group really enjoyed that exercise and was feeling so much stronger, so much connected, just like you described, they were connected and rooted. They, they mm -hmm. had their, uh, grounded. That's the word I was looking for. The other half, and especially this one person that I'm thinking of, she had even more fear because for her going into that silence and connecting with herself made her biggest fears even more visible. How would you handle those people? Like not those people, but this kind of situation. How would you, like, if you're this type of person where getting in silence activates even more fear, what would your way around that be? First off, I, I do prep people before I bring them into meditative states to mm -hmm. explain that this level of connection and the words I've been actually not saying is how to really channel your soul energy. That's what we're mm -hmm. doing is learning how to channel your soul. That's only available if we can have a relaxed nervous system. And if somebody is holding trauma inside of them, they won't have that feeling of safety to drop into the body. So there would need to be healing practices and clearing that we would do for this would actually make things better. Mm -hmm. So the healing and clearing work that I do can be very helpful. And I can bring people into that state quite easily, but there's often an extra level of needing to go and work with perhaps a somatic therapist or someone who can unwind the trauma of the body. So it's safe to land there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and that's really interesting because I don't know if there was trauma for her specifically, although the fear comes from somewhere. So there mm-hmm. must have been something there. And I noticed mm-hmm. that meditation for me personally, it quiets the chatter of the mind, right? So whatever is present within me becomes even more intense because my focus goes on there, whether that's happiness or sadness. And I have many coaching clients also saying when they start meditating that they notice more of their sadness when really what we're doing is just point a light, like we're, we're just turning on a lamp and showing them what's there. And now that we have that awareness, we can do something about that. So I think it's really interesting to for you also to to prep the people knowing what what they're getting into which is always so important. And that feeling of not being safe in the body might not stem from a big T trauma but it's anything like a smaller trauma. It's anything that we just can't process or handle in the moment. Mm. And I like to think of the emotional realm specifically as water. And we have all of these feelings that we don't always fully feel, and then they get stuck inside of us. Mm -hmm. And then your waters are basically stagnant and swampy and stinky and uncomfortable. And Mm -hmm. so we have to go through a cleansing process to actually feel the feelings not only the ones as they're coming up, but even the old ones, that's part of a healing clearing process to be able to channel your authentic self and create this clarity. And once we do, and we let ourselves fully feel the feelings, not just think about them, not just name them, but feel them somatically in the body. It actually only takes 90 seconds of fully feeling a feeling for that chemical cascade to move through the body. And it's only thoughts that will continually reinforce it and feed it. So if we can fully drop out of the mind and into the feeling and let it flow, then it creates this space Mm. in us. And we can practice feeling feelings without becoming attached to them. And then we have this clarity inside of ourselves where we then have access to so much of our, our, full authenticity. Yes. Let me repeat what you just said, because that was Mm -hmm. beautiful. Feeling the feeling without being attached to it. That's the key. Because then after 90 seconds, we have moved through it, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So think of what we, what kids do. A child can be absolutely bawling, so sad, and then it's done. They don't, carry a grudge and they're not still sad for hours afterwards like adults because they are able to fully flow and they don't have the thoughts that wrap it inside of the body Mm -hmm. so returning to that state yeah I love how really children can be a beautiful example because I'm thinking of the conversation we had around fun earlier which is what kids do all the time they try to find the fun in anything that they do You don't take anything seriously. And then their creativity just goes through the roof, which is so beautiful to see. So fun and then moving through, feeling the feeling without being attached to it. That was a beautiful insight that you shared with us. Thank Mm -hmm. you for that. Absolutely. I think we all have a spark of an inner divine child inside of us. A lot of people talk a lot about the wounded inner child and we do need to heal that part. And we've also got a beautiful mother father energy inside of us and 
we get to create the safety for that wounded part of us to feel those feelings so they can feel safe enough to feel them and then let them go. After that, we can turn that that wounded inner child into that spark of pure, creative, joyful expression. And that's when we unleash the authenticity and the fun and the magic. And that's the flow you were talking about earlier too. Mm-hmm. Getting Very much. Stage. Yeah. So beautiful. I'm loving this conversation. I think we could go on for hours and hours, but we have to wrap it up at some point. Uh, before we do though, do you have any last things that you want to share with singers that want to access everything that you talked about and, and access their inner fun, their soul voice, their authentic expressiveness. Is there anything that we haven't covered that is important for that person in your opinion? Um, yeah, I want to add one really fun thing, especially for performers um, that helps create more safety for us in feeling that. But first I want to just say that everything we've talked about is a process. Like they're, they call it a healing journey and that's what we all have to go on in order to be able to express ourselves. So please don't expect it to just be a single thing that you shift. Mm -hmm. It is going to go through layers and levels. And if you need support for that, um, reach out to someone who can support the whole human in the journey. But I have one more technique that I was gifted from one of my mentors, and it's called the sparkle field. Ooh, the sparkle field. Okay, tell me more. Okay, so we have already done this process of reconnecting to the earth and letting that energy flow, and we're unleashing the inner child and all of that. If you take this to the next level and you feel your whole energy and you ask it, you, you use your voice to speak this into existence and your imagination to imagine it happening, then you're going to do it because this is how kids work too, right? And you just say sparkle field, activate and imagine your entire energy field just starting to shimmer and shine with these really fast vibrations that feel light and playful and fun and sparkly. And when you sing or perform or share from that place, people will feel it and they'll be like, what is that? And it works like a shield, right? Protecting you from other people's projections and energies, but you're not putting a shield up on purpose, disconnecting you from other people. It's just that it functions like that because it's vibrating so fast. Things that aren't going to match that vibration, they can't even get in there. I love that. So I say sparkle field, activate. And then I see those sparkles and they protect me from all those negative judgments that I don't want to hear, but it still gives and allows me to connect with my audience. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. I'm going to try that next time I'm on stage. I'm going to say sparkle field, activate backstage, and then go on stage with that intention. Please let me know how it goes. Yes. And please, our listeners, uh, you have to do this too. And let us know how it goes. You're on Instagram too, right? I am as the luminous evolution. I'll link to it in in our description down below, but please let us know when you have done the sparkle field, how that goes for you. And could you, I mean, you could do that in any context. Performing is one thing, but could you apply that to other stuff as well? I have so many clients who identify as highly sensitive empaths who can now go into a mall or a Walmart or some crowded area and no longer feel drained because they're 
shining their energy in a way that doesn't let other people's take from them. It's mm. so powerful. So I like to do it in the morning and in the afternoon, anytime, anywhere. Oh, you know what? I'll try it tomorrow morning and see how that goes throughout the day. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. You have shared some amazing things and tools and practical tools for our singers to, to go through. So thank you so, so much. Where can people find you, connect with you if they, if they want to work with you or learn more about you? Mm, I would love for people to connect with me wherever their home is. Um, I'm everywhere except really LinkedIn. <laughs> I made it over there yet. Not on LinkedIn either. <laughs> so um, on Instagram, TikTok as the Luminous Evolution, but I also have a Facebook group called Luminous Evolution that I would love to invite people in to experience different, um, sometimes I'll do meditations and activations to mm. walk people through these processes that I have shared. And I do have some on YouTube as well as the Luminous Evolution. Beautiful. Luminous Evolution with Casey Knight. Nice. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for being so generous with all of what you do, because it's really beautiful. So thank you so much. And also, this has been an amazing conversation. I really hope people listen twice to this episode, because what you've mm -hmm. shared does not need to be taken lightly. There are so many insights and valuable ahas for me, especially that came up. So thank you so much for sharing your light in this way. I really appreciate mm -hmm. it. Thank you so much for helping other people unlock their radiant expression. That's my favorite. So I just appreciate the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you for letting me in to share some of my magic too. I'm giving you a virtual high five. Wow, that was amazing. Was it just me or did that go by way too fast? Now, if you don't want to stop here and you want more singing tips, tricks, and exercises, head on over to www.singinginsiders.com. Also, if you liked and valued this episode, be sure to subscribe to this show, share it with your friends, and leave a review so that we can reach even more singers and spread the power of singing. So thank you for being here. Thank you for your enthusiasm and support. And I look forward to see you here again soon. Bye.